The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Welcome to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, where we explore nighttime dreams, daytime desires, and the best ways to transform the tragic into magic. Because let's face it, we all dream, we all have our blessings, and we all have our challenges, myself included. And I don't want any of us to take any of those things lying down, if you know what I mean. I just wrote a book entitled, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste. It comes out spring of 2023. And in the meantime, I'm excited to explore the topic with you, whether it relates to your waking or sleeping dreams, because we're dreaming all the time, people. So let's make it the best dream possible. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm so excited. We've got an amazing, I've got an amazing guest for you. If you're watching this, not just listening, you can already see her beautiful face, Tisha Morris. We're going to be talking about your hidden element, your missing element, and your hidden strength. So let's start with a little centering because I know I'm so excited. I need to calm my fire down and get a little earthy, <laughs> get get a little metal and a little earth here. So let's just take a breath. And let's just, as best as we can, unplug from all of the other maybe distractions or unfinished business of the day. And let's just give ourselves this deep breath, this opportunity to drop all the way down deep into the center of the earth, to feel our connection to the roots so that we feel grounded as we rise with each new breath elevating our consciousness, opening our hearts, opening our minds, reaching to the heavens and allowing ourselves to be filled up by the wisdom and the love intelligence that governs this universe and all the good stuff therein. So with this, I just am so grateful and thankful for our dreams, for our dreaming mind and for our ability to build those dreams on earth so we can create that wonderful feedback loop for the highest good of all. Amen. Ah, woman, ah, dreams. Ah, Trisha. Ah, Tisha. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not the first person to say Trisha. I'm like, Tisha, Tisha, Tisha. (laughs) Ah, okay. I am so, so, so loving your book. And it feels so important. I've been um, one of those people that takes a lot of personality quizzes and and I tend to really as you talk about in your book I tend to really love finding out what 
my strengths are, but I love one of the things I love so much in your book is that we shine a lot of light on that missing element and discover that it's a hidden strength. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we're going to we're going to talk about this. So Tisha Morris, for those of you who don't know who she is, she's an entertainment attorney, a self-help author and feng shui expert. Tisha holds a degree in law, economics, and interior design with certifications in yoga, feng shui, and coaching. She advises and represents clients using entrepreneurial expertise, legal and publishing expertise, intuition, and practical wisdom to help clients realize their potentials, clear blocks, and strategize for optimal success. Tisha is originally from Nashville and is now based in Ojai, where when she's not representing clients, Tisha can be, she's, you can, she's doing all kinds of things. She's writing books. She's in Ojai with her wife, her poodle, her two step cats, and she works on becoming a legal thriller novelist one day. Oh my Lord. <laughs> TishaMorris.com is her website. You've got to go there to take the quiz to find out what your missing element is and your hidden strength. So Tisha, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Kelly. It's a pleasure to be here with you on your wonderful show. So happy to have you here. Okay, so what inspired you to write this book? Great question. Yes. Um, so this book was was one of the products of quarantine, the pandemic. A lot of you know creative things came out of that period. Um, but I'd had the idea for this book for many years back that the title just kind of dropped in um, one day, which is the water element phase of the creative mm -hmm. process. And um, I kind of tucked it away in my notes app on my phone. And um, then when the quarantine came around, that was a good time to start on this book. And, but not just because I needed a project, which I did, <laughs> as we did, all did, but more importantly, I could see, sense that the, that our, uh, the workplace and our daily lives would be changing and that we would be more working from home, more working solo, even if you're in an employment situation, and that we need to um, not only um, start relying on our own personal reserves, but also um, up-leveling our creative potential to create new works, new, new projects, new creations um, to take um, our consciousness to the new level that it needs to be. And so that was the timing. That's why the timing of this book is what it is. It's perfect. What I love about it is it's it's esoteric and it's super practical. And I think it's a kind of an amazing blend of characteristics that you have. You're an attorney on one side and then you're into yoga and feng shui and all things spiritual on the other. And so you're able to bring this down to earth. So I know what I what I posted in my email is that people would learn from this conversation. They get a sense of what their primary element is and what their missing element is and why that's important. So maybe give us an overview of the elements and maybe some of their personality, you know, a, a little bit of their personality yeah. 
attributes and the, we'll see if people can find themselves in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, first of all, like I, my goal wasn't to, you know, provide another personality test into the world. I think we have a lot of them and although, you know, I'm a self-help junkie, I'll, uh, you know, I'm very much into any self-assessment type thing. So I'm all about it. But I also wanted to provide um, tools for people. This book was a lot of a big inspiration for this book around the time I started it was a willing a well-known quote by Joseph Campbell that says the cave you fear to enter holds your greatest treasure and <laughs> One of my uh, favorites too that yeah that cave you fear to enter is your missing element which um, the missing element is basically the element that you rank the lowest in so as you mentioned there's a quiz on my website it's also in the book and um and so what I love about this personality test or quiz is that you can see that how you rank among all five, meaning you're not just one. We all right. hold all five of these energies within us. Um, in fact, this is what acupuncture is. It balances the five elements via our, our organ systems and the energy in our body. So we all have all five, but we each um, kind of have a different recipe of those five mm -hmm. ingredients. And so um you might lead with fire, I might lead with metal, um, but we have all five of these at our disposal at, disposal at any time when we want to draw on these resources. And so the primary element is the one that kind of caught the softball that life gives you. It's, it's what comes easiest. And that's a great thing to know and to always know you have, and it's, it's already part of who that it comes easy and, and we never want to dismiss that. But there's also the element that you rank or you know, rank lowest in and taking the quiz. And that's what I call your missing element. And that's where your greatest potential to up level comes into play. It's the step in the creative process that every time you get there, you rub up against the edges and you either give up or you say the timing's not right or, you know, this just must not be meant to be or whatever these stories that we've made up. But really, it's just this missing element that 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 if you kind of lean into it just a little bit more, and my book gives you a lot of ways to do that, um, then you can get past that that little hump. And I'm saying it little hump because once you just put some attention on it, it's really not this albatross that we've made it out to be. Um, I love the I love the idea of, what, I mean, and I want to get into what each of those things yeah, yeah. are. So I haven't forgotten mm -hmm. that, but I just want to say that. Um, on this show, because I talk a lot about dreams and you do talk about dreams in your book, which I'm so happy about. That's mm -hmm. important. That's part of the water yeah. element, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I love the idea of embracing the shadow. And this is a different frame yeah. on embracing the shadow. And I love the positive spin that you have on it. And it's not even a spin. It's just a, it's a positive perspective Reframe. on, yeah. mm -hmm. right. Because I, I've said before, when and I, I've never said it like this though, but when I, when I have to get really detailed, like really into metal mode, I always say, nobody likes me when I'm in that mode. I lose all my <laughs> friends. My husband gets mad at me. My dogs look at me, you know, it's like, because I, it's, it's still part of the shadow I haven't embraced yet. It's, and in the, and I think actually, cause I, I tested higher on metal than I thought I would. So maybe I have, maybe I've become, I've loved it more. So I'm not such a, 
a nightmarish aspect of myself when I'm <laughs> in that because yep. I'm learning to love it a little bit more mm. instead of being like happy when I'm in fire and in wood mode creation and churning things out. And then when I'm in the details, like, don't talk to me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to be able to be more fluid. Okay. So let's break, the perfect them, example. Let's break them down. It's a perfect example. And uh, a lot of times we attract to that, we attract to our missing element in someone else. And that's where yeah. collaborations can really flourish. But in the same way, you don't want to be your own monster. You don't want to make out the other, your missing element to be a monster in someone else. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Totally. Don't like demonize that. Like that yeah. person is so detail oriented. Right. Oh, like, oh, uh, <laughs> you kind of need that, Kelly. Like you forgot to dot that I and cross that T and now nobody knows what the heck you just said. So. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we'll go through the, each of the elements. And, and, and as you said, like, as I go through these, a lot of times just, you just identifying yourself of like, oh, that's definitely me or that's definitely not me can be like the quickest, short, shortest way to get to, to learn these elements. And, and, and like, it's not a perfect science because we all are five, we all are all five of them. And yeah. so on some days you might be a little more metal oriented and other days you're more fire oriented. Um, so you can take the quiz kind of like as you are in general in life, or you can take it as like how you're feeling that day. Um, you, however you want to approach it. Um, and, and, you know, it's not an exact science um, and it's just a self-assessment tool and mm -hmm. really knowing that you can draw on these elements at any point you, you, you need them. So water, let's start with water. I like to start in the water phase because it's, it's the intangible phase. It's the unseen. It's when we are the closest to spirit and we can be there in meditation, sleeping, journaling, kind of these yin activities. And so those who are dominant in the water element are going to be the natural philosophers. They're the introverts. They're quiet. They'd rather, um, you know, they'd rather spend their time, their day, day activities being more alone and in an inward, um, quieter place. Of course, you know, the, it's always the quiet ones that have the, the best answers, right? They, they actually know the answers that we all need to know about. And so it often takes a little more of the other elements to get, get that information out into the world. Um, so as we move in from the water to wood, wood begins the yang energy, which is more of an outward energy. And in a, the creative process, it's when we actually start to make our idea tangible, whether that's writing an idea on a cocktail napkin or making a book outline or building a, um, a making a blueprint, whatever you need to do, make it tangible. Um, and that begins the wood phase. And so for my wood elements, um, they are the, the pioneers, the seekers, the initiators, the leaders, um, because they're willing to step out forward um, and usually have then you have people that follow along. Now we all have an inner wood element just by coming into this life, um, coming the, 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 the head breaching from the womb is an ultimate literal metaphor of the wood element of this unseen becoming seen into the world and, and signing up for life. So, so we all have that within us because we're here. All right. And so then you move into the fire phase. And this is the, the phase in which you expound the most energy. It's when you write out the 60,000 word manuscript. Um, it's when you put the most energy into a project. And so for fire element people, they are the energetic ones. They love collaboration. They're great working with people. They're the extroverts, um, definitely life of the party type people. They get people motivated and the cheerleaders that we all need. Um, 
guilty so, as charged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble and, that know, remark. They, yes. And so they also have to be careful and know that when, when, when too much is in, otherwise they'll be, they'll be spat back into the water phase to cool, cool the jets. <laughs> right. We'll burn out. Yeah. Burn out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so then when the energy hits its peak, it, we go into the earth phase and this is where we take a pause and a rest and it's for, for earth people, they are the grounded, the practical, um, also the mother archetype of, um, taking care of things. They, they're, they're the most harmonious, um, as far as all the energy, because it's a phase in which yin and yang energy are exactly equal. So oh. there's a balanced quality about it. Oh, it's really? Yeah, it's represented by the equinox season, or not really a season, but um, when night and day are exactly the same. Is that the only element that is in its, that is equal? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a good example of like, we we might think that the goal is to strive for being, for being 50-50 to be equal, but it's not because um, if it was just all earth elements, <laughs> it would be kind of like a little blase and life would be. So we need the yin or the yang to kind of, to create a dyna dynamic um, energy. Mm. Yeah. And so then as we move into um, the metal phase, this is when we start to move into that yin and the metal is often underestimated as, as its importance, particularly in the creative process, because it takes, it takes all that energy that we produce in the fire phase, but it brings the best qualities of it out. And so that means decluttering words, decluttering outfits in our closet that we no longer need, decluttering um, extra hair that we, you know, hairstylists, architects, <laughs> interior designers, organizers are all great metal element people, um, editors of, of if you're writing a book, um, you know, taking out what's no longer, what's not needed, you know, to make that, it the best product you can. And that can also occur as possibly critical exactly and, that's and right maybe like you don't need that you don't need that i mean yep. i've i know i've had um some issues in my within myself with people the the editors on my book where i'll argue with them like oh, what yep. do you mean and just because that's repetitive that's on purpose i like it like that <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but in the end it's important to like you said yes. even with regards to a manuscript to have a lean book that is just that's like it really packs a punch as opposed to that's just right. a ton of peripheral nonsense that isn't yeah. needed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if, if if you can think of it, or the best qualities that we can of the metal element is like that interior designer that knows how to make the best selections of the highest quality, where everything is used to its high and its precision, its highest mm. quality. Um, and so, most great interior designers are very metal element. Um, so you, there's an appreciation that you can think of it in that way, as opposed to just in, in the writing world, there's a, that phrase, kill your darlings. Oh, um, <laughs> I like to say, let's just put our darlings in a special folder called <laughs> the, the precious darlings folder. We don't have to go yes. murdering them all. Let's just like put that. them somewhere else for another day. Possibly there it feels go. a little like less that. brutal, less bloody. Like yes. <laughs> Yes, I like that. Stockpile your darlings. <laughs> it's just somewhere else, just not in the current manuscript. It's just copy and paste or cut and paste. Yes. So yes. metal. Oh. So yeah. And so that completes the, the process. And then you everything um, ends in the water phase where it began. And 
you know, in the creative process, you, then you, everything is a cycle, right? So you go, you start back over and you go back into your, your draft and, or whatever you're, you're creating. Um, and so like life, it's a cycle and, um, and, you know, it may not be in that exact order of when you're creating something, but it can be a really nice template. And so as I went through those elements, um, if you're listening, you may have recognize yourself in one of those phases of where you like, oh yeah, this is my favorite part of the project. For me, it's like, it's starting. Like I love the wood phase. I have like mm-hmm. so many books I've started on my computer. Um, but it takes like, it takes a real committed dedication for me to actually finish a book, which I've right. obviously done, but that fire phase, man, is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that about myself. And so when I start in that fire phase, I have to, I have to use some um, well, some of my own, uh, advice, <laughs> which yeah, what's is one for people that have a difficult time yeah. with fire. So, um, using your environment. And so this is where my, my background in feng shui comes into play, um, of bringing some fire elements into your workspace or wherever you're, you're, you're doing your, your thing. Um, and so something as simple as, um, lighting a candle, like the, the literal fire element, these mm-hmm. elements can show up in their literal form or in symbolic forms but a candle with the actual wick is the actual fire element. Um, Also in your wardrobe. So like you might notice, I mean, today you're wearing red. um, That's the fire element. So it comes through with colors. And so you might notice you feel different wearing different colors and kind of embodying, literally embodying that element. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a easy way. Um, And so just really starting to embrace or integrate this element that 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 has caused you some some fuss <laughs> in the past, <laughs> um, but also collaborating or just if you have a if you have a fire friend who's like going to cheer cheerlead you on and be like you know you should keep, keep writing Tisha go for it this is a great idea you know keep it going um, you know something as simple as that can help as well. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. One of the things that I love is how you organized these, the elements and kind of gave them a, like a personality, like in a, if we were a a company, you would, the, we would have um, water as the guru, wood as the leader, fire as the motivator, earth as, ooh, did I lose, I left that one out. There you go. Cause that's one of the ones I really need. Stabilizer. Earth? Stabilizer. <laughs> there we go. I put wood in there twice. Okay. <laughs> and then metal is the, what would you say? 
the editor. Oh, there might there be other words you can use. The that, editor but. or um, the organizer. Organizer, yeah. Yeah. So that I really, I yeah, love I that. Yeah, I your board of directors. And the point being calling on these resources when you need them um, within yeah. yourself and if, if it, or hiring them out. That's always an option as well. Um, sometimes we like to be, be like if we're working on something that's just our own creation, then we have to we have to be all five. Other times we might um, we want to be a part of a team and mm -hmm. have it more of a collaborative effort. Um, mm -hmm. So to just knowing where your skill sets um, can be best used and others can also step in. One thing I love about your book and how it ties into dreams, and we talk about a lot of dreams on this show, um, is that dreams fall within the purview of the water element. And the water element is what you call the guru. And this is one of the reasons I'm so excited about dreams, because when we do pay attention to our dreams, we tend to be wiser, we tend to be smarter, they tend to give us access to thoughts that are beyond what our knowledge base is and beyond the books that we're reading and beyond even the scope of what we think is possible. So even if we're very earthy or very fiery or very wood-y in our lives, meaning kind of, um, well, not earth, but I would say more like young energy, mm -hmm. then having, mm -hmm. even if we just, just a little bit of remembering dreams will bring in that missing element yep. of of water, yeah. right? The water phase is important to always return. That's always a, a tool to return to in um, in any of the phases. If you're if you're at a point of doubt or resistance, the water phase is the why, the why behind all that we do. Oh, and I don't know about you. I mean, I'm sure you're the same as me with dreams. Like when you feel something in a dream like you feel it like, um, and so when I get messages through my dreams, whether it's an idea or whatever the case is, like it's unshakable. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when we have those dreams like that, it's, it's, it's really priceless for the lack of better words. And, and so like, I had this fact, dream years ago. I won't bore yeah, you with it, but like, please, no, you would don't bore me. All this yeah. new, like, there was it was about a, a children's book that I'd published, and it was like had gotten like world world attention. And uh -huh. this was like several years ago. And writing children's books has never been something I've sought out to do. And yet, like, I can feel that dream so specific, even to this day, to where I can't let that idea go of one day writing a children's book. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so I'm just sharing that as an example of, I'm sure many listeners have had those types of dreams. Ooh, that's so interesting. I, before I had you on, I was look, doing some research on you and congratulations on your live with Kelly and Ryan. That was, <laughs> that was great. It was reminding me of, um, I was on the Dr. Oz show a couple of times and, and beforehand I was so nervous. It's like all my fire was like ah and i had a dream the night before that i that there was a woman and it wasn't me but it was similar enough that it must have been me because everyone in the dream i believe is me but she was curled up like a cat so relaxed and she was purring and she so she was kind of like this cat woman that was just so content that i could hear her purring and I 
that energy was so palpable that I took that with me to the set. Mm. And every time I noticed things starting to amp up, because sometimes too much fire is just too much. It can just equal spastic, That's right. ungrounded. Sparks at a bonfire that can burn things out and not be. I mean, if you're on a show, you have to answer questions and you <laughs> mean you've got to be sort of present. So I just kept coming back to this inner cat, this cat person. And I'm not a mm. cat person. I'm allergic to cats. But in my dream, I was there was that purring and I can still feel it. And it definitely gave me this ability to be so calm. And I can still remember the the inexplicable calm that I felt while I was walking through this, what might've been just an overwhelming, overwhelm of the mm -hmm. senses, overwhelm of, of all the things. And I, I was able to do it. Thank God, knock on wood, wood. <laughs> <laughs> but, but our dreams, I think are, are like the guru within yeah. us. If we were wise, we would access it because it's so easy to overlook that in this tangible young centered mm -hmm. world that we live in yeah and and is, was, would you say would you say that the water element is also connected to emotion the like tears and feelings? for sure yeah in chinese medicine or you know in, in the in the elements it's um grief is actually associated with the water each each of the elements have a kind of a, a an emotion that they associate with um, and grief or um, sorrow, whatever that word you want to use, is associated with the water phase because it is mm. the completion, the letting go. It's the it's the winter season of dying, and, mm. and then but also rebirth of planting the new seeds. Um, so we're entering that season now, um, where things start start to to die off, and we're beginning to think about what what the plant what what to plant next, so to speak. Um, so definitely tears of letting go. Um, it's also great, like literally great time to declutter, um, which is the letting go as well. Um, yeah. so let's, before I let you fly, let's, let's just give us like, let's go through the five elements really quickly with like a little strategy. If this happens to be the person's missing element. Mm -hmm. So of course we know everybody's got a strength and multiple strengths. But for the, for the purposes of this book, which I really love, this positive frame around embracing what is missing, because that might be our superpower in That's disguise, right. or it might That's be right. the key to how we can become more successful. So if, if somebody is missing water, we already talked about, they can pay attention to dreams. They can yeah. maybe is there journal, else? get more sleep. <laughs> yeah. You have to sleep to get to have dreams, right? Um. <laughs> I love that you talked about um, Julia Cameron, the artist way mm -hmm. doing morning pages. I am a big morning page girl. And that is definitely yep, like, a, it's good to know that that's kind of my water for the mm -hmm. day. Really good. Okay. So if yep. somebody's least is their wood, then. Um, so they're going to have um, problems like just getting going, taking that first step. Um, and so uh, some of the activities that can help you get into that is just walking, drive taking a day trip that's a like like light movement um just getting your feet going forward mm. um, also bringing in some plants um the color green um and let's see what else um yoga i'm a big yogi so like each there's a there's a different type of yoga practice for every element <laughs> i love that you talk yeah. about that in the book yeah the yeah. shavasana which yeah, i love yeah. <laughs> 
And so just like a good Hatha yoga um, practice, just to get, get the energy moving in your body. And then mm. you're more apt to get it moving externally um, in whatever you want to do. That's right. So, so fire, it, you talked about lighting yeah. a candle, maybe wearing something that is like a red, red yeah, color. bring some more red into your, into your environment, into your clothing um, activities. You want to pick up the pace a little bit, kind of push your edges a little bit, obviously not to where you're going to hurt yourself, but like, you know, if, if you're, um, you might want to turn up the speed on your treadmill a little bit more for me, this is a, I I'm a, as I mentioned, a fire being one of my lowest, one of my missing and mm-hmm. I noticed that like when I go to the gym, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a comfort creature. I don't like to overextend myself, but to a fault. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> like I need good. To push up the volume in a little bit more and like get my heart rate going a little bit more. And, um, so music and, uh, could be good for that music, too. Like absolutely. Some... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a good playlist. Yeah. Pump up the energy. Also light, um, light. The, so the fire is the sun. And so the more light you have coming into your space that can help your fire. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Yeah. So earth, what if you need earth? earth? This is yeah. me. This is you me. And I need earth and water. So earth. Get your hands in the dirt, planting, like literally planting pots and terracotta, and maybe even if you have an opportunity to take a pottery class. Um, mm. So the dirt earth is the dirt is the earth element in its literal form. Um mm. But it's also, whereas uh, water is kind of the ultimate rest um, phase, the earth is a second place. It's a um, pause to, more than Yeah, stop. it's a pause and just kind of getting your feet in the ground and more of that. It's also the the uh, the element or, or the um, characteristics of money. Um, so there's a practicality about exchange of money. It can be a really, so if you have, pro- if you have problems, if you're having challenges with money or bringing money in really tap mm. into the earth element that's the that's where that's where money is transacted is in the earth it's kind of like the pentacles in the tarot deck oh that's you have good. to be still a little bit for the money to come to you and it's a yeah, container nice. so mm. pots um that's why i mentioned terracotta well it's actually made of clay or earth but also the the shape of a container um, mm. so baskets and bowls and things around that. Like oh, interesting. Okay. And if metal is missing, playing yep. some heavy metal. Yeah. Just kidding. So one of my favorite <laughs> ways of yeah, playing heavy metal. <laughs> um, uh, so if you're needing an excuse to get a new crystal for your space, I'm giving it to you. Um, crystals and gemstones are, um, are the, uh, quintessential metal elements. So rocks and mm-hmm. stones always have mm-hmm. them. Uh, around yeah mm-hmm. they um and because the, they hold that that pristine inner like they have that focus energy um mm. that the metal element is um, bodies metal element so having um also just metal in general metal um accessories i have a metal lamp behind me um and um as far as activities you know decluttering um organizing um uh what else um you know, as far as the yoga practice, it's more that Iyengar practice where it's your alignment is very particular. It's all about alignment, um, maybe getting body work to where you're in alignment. Um, This is so wonderful. Tisha, I'm so grateful for your book. I'm so grateful for all of the many elements of you that you've been able to crystallize and put into this glorious book. 
and um, it's miss, missing element, hidden strength. And I love the context. It's so empowering. It's not shaming at all. I didn't feel scolded at all. <laughs> I felt like, ooh, this is an opportunity. It's a hidden strength that I didn't know about. So I invite everybody to check out Tisha's book and go to tishamorris.com. Take the, take the quiz. That's at the very least you can do that and you'll learn a great deal. I love the way you've laid it out. It's all so clear. And I just wish you so much success with all that you're doing. And I'm so glad that we're sort of neighbors. We'll be able to yep. get together one of these days soon. So thank you so much, Tisha. Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, and share it with your friends. My show can be found on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to pre-order my new book, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, go to your favorite online or brick and mortar retailer, then head on over to kellysullivanwalden.com tragic to magic. Input your order number and redeem your bonus gifts. I'm also excited to be offering a new live DreamWork practitioner training. So if that calls to you, go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash DreamWork. If you'd like to join me for the live recording of these shows, most Wednesdays at noon Pacific, you can find me on Facebook at Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. If you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your tragic into magic, email me at kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. Until next time, remember, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And as you awaken to the power of your dreams, you make the world a lighter, brighter, more beautiful place, one dream at a time. Sweet dreams. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.